Welcome everyone to the Milky Podcast, the podcast that tugs the teeth of popular culture until it explodes all over your face. As always, I'm David Davis, and... It's me, it's Boulamon. And here we are! Can you imagine? It's episode 35. Yes, episode 35. And uh, we're in the same ballet room. <laughs> oh, that's what that smell is. <laughs> it's me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, we, we are sat in my room because we have just done Nottingham Comic Con. I'm sure you will have heard the uh, the episode that we put up, um, which was the special with Dino and myself and Boo, um, talking about our comic favourites and the comic... Uh, uh, the comic films that we love. Our influences and our, and our origin stories, David. It was yeah, our it was ori- a... origins, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, it, it's all right. We, literally, before we started recording, we were talking about Kenneth Williams. Williams. Yeah, so, there, there may be some... Uh, <laughs> in, this, uh, in this particular episode. Uh, but we have spent a, a weekend together. Uh, we've been laughing and joking all the way through. And a lot of the stuff you'll never, ever get to hear. And isn't that a shame? But we are here today to go through the geek news. Because that's what we do every single week. Uh, as we take a stroll... Through the week of geek, sir. So it's been a long weekend, as Dave said, but we're here to provide you up to date, straight to the minute, the best in geek chat. It's the Milking It podcast. I've got the And as always, we start off this week with the Geek News. Geek News. Uh, So the big geek news from this week, obviously for us, was that we were at the Nottingham Comic Con. And once again, thank you very much to every single person who turned up. And here is a very short little skit. Uh, It is the bits that we recorded on our way, while we were there, and on our way back. It was a great weekend, uh, but thank you very much to everyone who we spoke to. uh, As uh, indeed we'll say now, enjoy. So it is 5.27 in the morning, and we are walking to the train station. Uh, in Stourbridge, Mr. Boo has been at my house all night watching WWE Network. And let me tell you, baby, I've dined with kings and queens and I've stayed in the guttering pog and bean, but they've made a lovely chili con carne and it was much better, if you will. So there you go. <laughs> That's all we've been doing. Um, so yeah, we're on our way to Nottingham and this is going to be the Milking It podcast <laughs> live in Nottingham. Why did, why did we agree to do this? It's insane. 
Okay, so uh, we're actually in Nottingham. Uh, I am outside because I've had to go. We've got the tablecloths that we're supposed to bring, so I've just had to come out in the pouring rain to find uh, two sheets that we can use to cover the tables for Comic-Con. Whoever said this wasn't a glamorous live podcasting was clearly talking out of their bottom. Uh, but anyway, looks like it's going to happen, and we'll be there in just a couple of seconds. Okay, so as you can probably hear, we are actually live at the Nottingham Comic Con. We are walking the floor, as I believe they say. David, me and I are draping along this floor like goddamn nerd celebrities. And this this music is probably going to pop the recording, but it's, uh, it's still worth capturing. They've had live bands, they've got people here selling stuff, shilling their shiz, as they say. <laughs> okay, so you can hear in the background. There is live music going on. There's lots and lots of stalls. There's loads of people chit-chatting. And we have just met a, one one of the people who listen to the show. <laughs> We're not... Uh... Yes, Dave. Yes, Dave. Sure have. Welcome <laughs> to the Nodian Comic Con. <laughs> it's George. Come on. <laughs> okay, so we're... We're basically, we're walking around, we're just having a look at the stalls and stuff. We've been chit-chatting to people all day, they've been coming up to the, uh, to the table that we've got, and we've been handing out our flyers, and Dino's been handing out his, uh, his flyers and, and selling some of his stuff. Um, but the, the main thing is that we get to look at really geeky, nerdy things, which we're standing in front of now, which is uh, all around us. You cheesy son of... So there we go, that was uh, the Nottingham Comic Con. We've been here all day. It has been really, really good fun. I've stepped outside just before we, we pack our table up and uh, we head on home. <laughs> that wonderful journey that'll uh, take us uh, about uh, about three hours, I reckon. But Dino's come a lot further, so uh, you know, uh, top marks to him. And uh, g- great to see him. Great to see Janie here as well. Awesome to see we, uh, Johnny Bailey, uh, who has uh, been on the show before. He was down here with us. So it's been a uh, proper sort of who's who of the Milking podcast. The only person missing was Jay. Sadly, Jay was not with us today. Um, it's certainly uh, Stuart, who uh, really enjoys the podcast. Uh, thank you so much. You made our day. Uh, enjoy your Milking It mug, sir, and enjoy the... He got his hands. Can you imagine? He got his hands on the original artwork for the actual podcast cover that you see on your iTunes, uh, and also the one that came out for episode 10, which was the WrestleMania 10 parody that Dino did for him. Uh, he managed to get those, and it made my day by uh, uh, asking us to sign it. So I actually got to autograph something as well. So from myself and Boo Lamont, um, thank you very much to Kev, the organiser of the Nottingham Comic Con. Really, really good day. Um, everyone seemed to enjoy it. It was great to hear the music. It was great to uh, just experience the vibe. And I'd say anyone, who, if, there is a, is a, if there's a con on close to you, near to you, get over there, uh, support them, check it out, because I got some proper good bargains, which I'm sure we will discuss in the next episode. Um, but yes, overall, brilliant day. Loved my first con experience. Uh, I speak for Boo as well, I know he's had an amazing day. I got my hands on uh, a load of comics and uh, a very, very nice Joker mask as a, a thank you from uh, Mr Boo for putting him up. Uh, but uh, yes, we shall talk more. But uh, from the Nottingham Comic Con, thank you. Uh, good night. Geek news time. Yes, OK, let's settle into a normal quote-unquote. I know it's exciting, but let's settle back into yes, the... Let's relax. Into the, just into chill the routine. Just have a pillow. And, and 35 episodes in, they're used to a certain swag, my friend. So let's bring okay, that swag right. we are right all back about to the, the swag. forefront. Yes, we are swagger-jagger, as I believe uh, someone who... Like, 
like to shoot in the face. Probably, so. <laughs> um, yes. So what? What's first up, sir? What would you like to discuss? Well, it's not really news. It's already happened. But I really wanted to have a quick chat about the Family Guy Simpsons crossover episode, which was shown uh, mm. in America last Sunday. Yes. Uh, as of, of time of recording. Well, this Springfield place seems nice. We should visit here again. I don't know, Lois. This seems like a one-shot deal. Guys, we ain't here for fun, all right? We're here to find the police, report our stolen car. Oh, and don't drink the water. Everybody around here looks like they have hepatitis. Dad, I'm starving. Can we get some food? Lois, whip out your boob. Give the boy his lunch. Listen to the man. Yeah, Lois, listen to the man. And um, I know you've seen it. I've seen it. It, uh-huh. was, it was something that I was looking forward to being a big fan of animation, as any long-time listener will know. Um, and, and to be fair, it didn't disappoint. It was no. 45 minutes. Uh, it was 15, you know, uh, you know, double the size of a regular episode of either show. Uh, not 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 forgiving adverts um, as shown in America, but yes, it was an episode of Family Guy which happened to have The Simpsons in it, not vice versa. So it did go with the kind of classic Family Guy stuff. Yeah, um, and it also kind of pushed the Family Guy um, jokes onto The Simpsons. So The Simpsons was a tad ruder, but notice that they didn't. It was the Family was Guy no characters, characters that, yes, that were yeah, being yeah. rude, not. The Simpsons characters. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that was the key was that because we, we, I remember us talking about the episode way back when it had been announced and we were concerned as to how they were going to do it. It was it's announced like, at last year's Comic Con. So, yes, it was announced last year, San Diego Comic Con, if I yeah. remember correctly, which we discussed at the time because we yes, are, we've course. been here over a year, David. Which is insane that we, yeah, we, we're now getting things, we're catching up with the news that we uh, we came up with a, a year ago. But um, I agree, I think it, it worked well. Our concern was that it was going to be that thing of oh, the Simpsons aren't going to match up with Family Guy's humour in terms of the adult content I think they did the right thing by just pulling the Simpsons characters into Family Guy's yeah. world and it worked really well but I mean what did you think I mean you, you're a bigger Family we, Guy fan we were saying so. no no I really enjoyed it and it was as good as it was going to get for what it was I think the ending was it got a bit crazy at the end uh, with mm. the, the, the sort of it's not a massive spoiler thing. to say that yes it was the chicken fight between Homer and, and uh, Peter that ended up with them becoming like gods and flying in the air and it was um, bizarre yeah, it was, and, yeah. Um, and we were saying there was the perfect juxtaposition I've always wanted to use that word that's a beautiful word well done between the Simpsons and Family Guy's humour within one scene and it was a Bart makes a prank phone call to Moe's tavern um, after which Stewie says can he have a go and then he proceeds to do a Family Guy style joke uh, which we shall not repeat. <laughs> we'll get in trouble, but it's just like a it's just the perfect example of the difference between the two yes. within the same scene. Um, could have had a bit more Mar- uh, Marge and Lois, uh, but I think they did really well with what they did. Um, and it's it's um, they kept joking. It's not going to happen again. And it, it, I mean, it happened. It's not going to happen again. It wouldn't work again. There's no reason for them to do that again. Exactly. Is it? It's one of those, that, and you know, it'll get. A, yeah, it's a two-hour special, so it'll get a DVD release with making of and bits and pieces. And I'm sure they'll. Uh, there was a brilliant, as a little brilliant kind of Easter eggy thing I found on the second viewing. There, when they're at the end uh, during the court case uh, against Duff and uh, Partucket packed beer, um, everyone is sitting in the courtroom with their basic. Um, Character opposite. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, such a good yeah, as a screen capture that works. So yeah. Well. So, yeah, you, so you've got like Lenny and Carl with Quagmire and and and, um, mm. and Cleveland and that kind of thing. And then way, way, way in the back is Seth MacFarlane and uh, Mac Ronan. That's a, 
There you go. A, a tear in, in my, my eye. My eye. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. No, I, I will have to rewatch and, uh, and do that. But no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, I must admit. I um, managed to watch it uh, by various means, as I'm sure most of our milksters will have done Anyone by now. Anyone who's a fan will find a way to watch it. Of course, yeah. It's, it's Graham Linehan himself said that to American fans when they were trying to get the last... the. The uh, the it show uh, the sorry, the IT crowd the IT yes, crowd yeah. had like a special one off not long ago. Yes, yes, Christmas no time. One, yeah. No one was going to be. It was going to be shown nowhere in America. Oh wow! And I think it was during a Reddit AMA. Uh, they said, "How can we? You know, how can we see this?" Or it was on Twitter. Yeah. And he said, "If you're a fan, you'll find a way." Meaning there are other means. So yeah, I think people are, are, they're not stupid now. They're very aware that. You can get hold of stuff, you know, if you, if you want to. I mean, to see. if we want to talk about it like that, I mean, Chloe Muntz, who plays uh, Hit Girl in Kick Ass, mm. uh, she was, they were asking whether there was going to be a third Kick Ass. She said, no, because not enough people um, wanted to see it at the cinema or buy it on DVD. They just, they, she said, oh, great, it's one of the most downloaded movies of all time. That's yeah. great, but that's no money for the people that made it. Which, in, in a strange way, brings me on to the, the next thing I was going to talk about. Tentatively. That was a lovely thing. Well done, Sarah. Um, Gotham is at the top of the torrents not something that people like to talk about but with TV it's not massively important because they can get advertising wherever it's shown it's going to get advertising revenue because over here in the UK it's being shown on Channel 5 yes but not until October so there's a delay there is a delay yeah it is October yeah, I know, but not until later. Yes, so. no, it's, the end of it's, it's about a three-week or four-week delay. To it, which so. isn't which isn't that bad, but the, the, but, um, but if you're cha- a fan, but Channel Five in the UK um, is an advertisement-based. Um, I, hmm. I can't remember. It's not covered in your uh, TV licenses. It's paid for by advertising. It's a commercial station. Thank yeah. you, commercial station. There we go. That's the one you're um, So whatever happens, Gotham will get its money. Even if I, you know, if I went ahead and downloaded it tomorrow, once it's been shown on TV, it's still going to get the advertising revenue. Um, it's different with films, but and, and I'm glad it's top of the. Probably get in trouble for going to get a lot of heat of Twitter oh, for saying that. Critters, uh, so. But I'm glad it's the most downloaded because it means people have good taste. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit. But yeah, it's uh, that was one of my concerns where yeah, I just thought, oh, is that going to mean that people won't actually then come around to watching it because they've already seen it? You know, is that delay too long? But then we've seen with stuff. Uh, um, there was a uh, there was a TV series that they tried to do that was based in like almost like a real time thing. Uh, it was defiance. There we go. So, so and it happens. Sits there with his arms, goes like, "I am Google. I am Google. I uh, am Google." Google. Uh, <laughs> just come up with the, 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 it was defiance. Um, do you mean? Did you mean defiance? So, <laughs> would you like images? No, that's fine. I, I know what I'm talking about. Um, so they tried to do that as a worldwide release. It, it yeah, came out every single day. That did not work. It, it was. It, it didn't was help. Apparently, the, the, what happened in the game, which was like an MMO, I believe. Ooh. Um, was meant to directly affect what happens in the TV series. Yes, apparently, yeah, that was the whole, it was kind of that an was interactive thing, and, you know, but the, it just didn't make any difference to the viewing figures or anything, however no. many people downloaded it. So maybe you're right, I, I hope it is. I mean, I, I hope Well, that... I mean, you know about the next big project coming up from Microsoft, don't you? Um, I can't remember the name of the... the, the, the uh, it's, is it Time Shift or something like that? But basically, they're about to release a big game, which at the same time as a TV series, and to get ahead in the game, there are clues within the TV series. Oh, wow, okay. That sounds very... It's like a third-person uh, game where about a guy that can control time, and it's going to bother me that I can't... So we're going to have to do, we're gonna have to live Google to find out exactly what that was. 
Uh, no, so I, could, I, I would be interested if they maybe did it like a Nightmare version of that, so we could watch Nightmare and play it at the same time. That would be absolutely fantastic. And, and while we Google, we'll have a little bit of the uh, Nightmare theme, I think. Quantum Break. Quantum Break, right. Starts with a Q. Uh, Quantum Break. <laughs> yes, no, um, it's been um, developed by Remedy Entertainment. But yeah, it's um, it's effect- it directly affects how the TV series plays out and the mm. TV series directly affects how the game plays out. Yeah. Blah, 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 that kind of thing. Okay. It's, never, it's been made by the people behind the original Max Payne. Um, ah, so they're kind of right. the kings of the slow-mo dive and yeah, stuff. So that's how this is. time. And, but, um, yeah. but obviously, to, you know, to continue on from what you were saying, the Defiance... It's not a proven thing that works, so maybe this quantum break might break the chain, as it were. See what I did there? It's very clever. Very good. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, totally. How do we get onto that? <laughs> we, were talking, we were talking about uh, Gotham. things being done. Uh, no, no, Gotham. Yes, yes. Yes. So to get back to Gotham, um, <laughs> so the first two episodes have come out. Um, I have seen them. Mr. Boo has not. I haven't. They, they are. They are. Uh, they are legally waiting for me uh, when I when I when I um, get get home. Of course. Yes. Um, we, I, I'm going to wait for a proper discussion between the two of us once Boo's actually seen them. But uh, what I will say about my experience with it so far: um, first one, very interesting. Typical pilot. Mm. Um, it obviously, opens up the characters, introduces them. Um, as a comic book fan. It's a little bit sort of stunted in the way it introduces characters. It's a little bit clunky. Mm. Uh, so there is a kind of moment where it's like, oh, this guy's talking in riddles. He must become the riddler. And his name is Edward. Edward, Edward stop making riddles. Is Edward that, Ed, yeah, stop making riddles. It's that kind of thing. Um, there's the, the, the obvious thing that has been exposed in the trailer of the guy uh, telling jokes who is ob- pretty obvious he's going to turn out to be a joker. Um, they've now confirmed Harvey Dent's going to be in there. And if yes, no, I heard sure. they were looking for the. They're, they're, they're looking. They're currently looking or have, have cast. They have. Yeah, they have cast. I, I, I remember seeing that this week. Um, I, I mentioned on uh, various websites as to, to who they've got. Um, it's it's going to be good. I reckon I've, I've got a good feeling about it. I think the second episode was a lot better. I don't think I've seen the better penguin on screen. And that's including the '66 kids. I'm I'm going above and beyond Batman '66. <laughs> yeah, it's it, he's so good. It, it's just that he looks the part as well. That he's yeah, got, I mean, we, excuse, we said this. He's, he's, got saying it. he's got the yeah, nose. Yeah. He's got the nose. He just has that feeling of oh, that that character is going to develop, and they'll run with it because he's so so good. Not a big fan of Fish Mooney, uh, but that's a story of my life. Um, but it, it, it's one of those <laughs> moments where you're kind of watching it and the, the second episode he's been spoiler alert he's been cast out by her and they think he's been killed and it's his travels back to Gotham and how he gets back by various means nefarious means nefarious ones. yeah and yeah. there's lots of lots of blood and gore and does he carry an umbrella there is the first shot when you see him he's 
handed an umbrella to keep her dry in the alleyway <laughs> while she's beating the you know what out of a particular individual who Excellent. is uh, 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 yes in fact we, we shall have to watch it at some point yes, together definitely. like we said we'll, we shall be providing a milking it commentary yes we we'll do the bat chat don't we we certainly do and uh, bring in Mr Johnny Bailey who was oh, with us at the uh, yes the he did promise and um, you know whether he joins us or not we're going to get that bat chat done mm. getting chatty <laughs> about that I'm sure someone else has used that as a phrase yeah um, yeah we'll talk about that later um, uh, in fact to lead on from Batman um, we'll we'll get this out of the way because this is going to be unless you've got something you want to talk about no. desperately no no no, no. Not, uh, not, not desperately not desperately I'm going to I don't even want to be here um <laughs> Uh, very very quickly uh, talking about Batman uh, there was an announcement this week because uh, obviously it's, it's the New York Comic Con uh, coming up uh, very very shortly there's loads of bits and pieces of geek news flying out of that as there always is I mean it's kind of the second biggest in the world really beyond uh, uh, the San Diego one they've uh, talked about doing the Lego Batman 3 um, panel is the word I'm looking for yeah. why, why yeah. do I struggle to find the word panel I don't know um, Lego Batman 3 panel and um Kevin Smith will be on that panel. The, I looked at it at first. We, we talked about this panel yesterday. It was Kevin Smith, Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns, yes. You were definitely very right famous. about. The guy that... Uh, Steve. No, I want to say Stephen Amstel, but it's not, is it? It's no. something else, Amstel. The guy from Arrow. Yeah, the guy from Arrow, basically. Uh, as we've discussed many times, neither of us are massive fans of that show. However, we appreciate the fact that he is going to be... Well, all three of those are going to be in the actual game. So <laughs> these guys they've brought on board to chit-chat about the game and plug it. And obviously, I, I assumed Kevin Smith was going to be there just hosting the event or you know being the mediator or whatever as, as he normally does with that kind of thing but no Kevin Smith our podfather is actually going to be in a Lego Batman game as if this game could get any more exciting it's the only game for the next gen that I bricked myself when I saw that news Dave Okay, uh, so moving on uh, in Kevin Smith news uh, Tusk has finally opened yeah, yeah. I've heard really good Dave right I'll go, yeah, I'll go it's a mixed bag I've so, heard so very very good reviews coming out of it yeah. some of the first screening people said it was pros- like out of all the movies he's done away from the uh, the, the multi uh, the Jay and Silent Bob universe uh, yeah, the, the Jersey trilogy the Jersey yeah. trilogy um, it's like easily his best work yeah, and, it, universe, yeah. and it look I mean the trailer had me laughing already yeah. so I mean that's always a good sign and it doesn't look like it's revealed anything which is good because it's a monster film it, it's it essentially isn't it yeah it's yeah it's so a, they don't and you don't want to give away too much so I'm really looking forward to seeing this um, a, a guy I know actually was at the uh, London Film Festival and um, he wanted to talk about loads of stuff but I was just like was Tusk there he was like no I was like oh never mind then <laughs> not interested in any other films you've seen no I think I, it's been kind of heartbreaking because it, 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 as most people know that I've, I I listen to loads of Kevin Smith podcasts and he when? just what? when was that? When? anyway when is this yeah. yeah so I, I, I listen to loads of Kevin Smith stuff and um, he was heartbreakingly apologetic in the last Smodcast he did about the actual performance of the movie and it's like it was really bad it was like it's a director reflecting on something he spent the time on and everything else but he made a very good point it's an in-joke for anyone who heard it loads of people said yeah go on you should make this it should be good fun he had fun making it it got him to work with Johnny Depp it got him to be able to put Johnny Depp in his next film as well so it's like he would never imagine hey, David, I don't, I don't, sorry go on and the most important news we've heard oh is it well, what 
that he's he's got the funding now finally for Clerks Three. Yeah. Well, sorry, but what I was going to say is that even if I wasn't a fan of Kevin Smith, um, I know a lot of guys that aren't a fan of Kevin Smith. They're fans of horror. They're fans of body horror. Tusk is an appealing story, and the trailer, the trailer doesn't it doesn't even look like a Kevin Smith movie, does it? No, not like, at in all. my opinion. Yeah, no. Now, seeing I've seen all these films, and it doesn't look. Like, I, I still think that it appeals to the point where I would go and see it at the cinema, even if I'd never heard of Kevin Smith. Mm. Solely on the trailer alone, and seeing who's in it, and the kind of gags in the in the in the in the trailer. So I'm really surprised that it's not performing at the cinema because it's the least Kevin Smithy film I I can think of. I think part of the problem maybe is that they they opened in too many screens, and I mean he said this himself. They, the the guys who have been promoting it in the states have done a brilliant job, mm. but they were like, no, we're going to open on 600 screens, and he was like, no, I kind of imagined it'll just do L.A. New York because it's a kind of Saturday night. It's a, it's a midnight movie. Yeah, it's that kind of Rocky Horror. You know, the cult Texas Chainsaw kind of cult thing that will. You can imagine it being played in a double feature with yes. like something else. Yeah, completely. You'll go and see it with some other body horror movie yeah. or whatever. Um, not Buddy Holly, body horror. Um, <laughs> but it, it, like he said, that was a bit of a mistake. But I also think the the also, the mistake is that they didn't release it internationally at the same time. Yeah, I think they would have got a lot of people. It's set in Canada. It's got a real Canadian theme to it. That's the whole point of it. It doesn't open in Canada for another two weeks. It doesn't open in the UK until later in the year. So we're not going to get to see it probably just before Christmas. It'll yeah, this, this is a movie for Halloween and we're going to see it just before fucking the yeah. Utah log gets out of the cupboard. That, yeah, completely. It doesn't make sense that you... Happy Christmas. So let's watch the Kevin Smith horror film. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and in the day of video on demand, dare I say, probably should have come out on... That you, you at the same be, time, it, it's, it should be available now for download. Yeah, and, it's like he's um, got such a fan base. You'd think, right? I would have quite happily gone on Netflix and watched that, or you know, go on iTunes and download yeah. it. Or you know, there would have been a way I would have, in the same way that I was desperate to see the Jay and Silent Bob cartoon, saw that, and you know, it was all right, but you know, not the greatest thing I've ever seen. But it was, it was funny enough, and it had that Kevin Smith feel. Oh God, sorry, I'm not going to. We're not here to slag off Kevin Smith. No, not at all. Oh, however, God. however, no, no, I must no. say that the Jane Silent Bob super groovy cartoon movie uh-huh. was very forgettable uh, because I've seen it and I forgot I'd seen it. But <laughs> then you just mentioned it. I was, you, you could say the same about quite a few animated features. I think. It, it's difficult yeah, no, to no, find. No, you are yeah. right. There's more that you forget than you remember, I think, with anima- animation. So, it's a throwaway thing. Talk, sorry, just quickly, while we're talking about animated films, David, mm. I suppose you heard that they bring out another Justice. You, here on the Milk and It podcast, we always sing the praises of the DC animated universe. Yes, and how by it is far. Well ahead of yes, the curve. Ahead of uh, Marvel, loved Assault and Arkham. The Suicide yeah. Squad movie. <laughs> yes. Really, really enjoyed it. Easily one of my favourites. Yeah. Superhero movies ever, um, and I count it. I count it. Knows that makes it. Um, but yes, they've got another one coming up called Throne of Atlantis, which follows on from Justice League War. Yes, I, I, I which I've watched, and I can't, I can't I, quite remember it. It's, it's one of those that doesn't really stick out. It, it, I think because uh, Flashpoint Paradox was so good. Yeah, that I can and remember. Assault on Arkham was absolutely brilliant. That War does not really register with me. I, I, I can't quite remember which one that was, but. I've something about Superman and Batman something about Dark Seed something about the Green Lantern yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll still watch mind. it yes of course <laughs> no I, it, I'm looking forward to it I, I should watch it of course I, it's the, like I said DC do some amazing animated stuff and they, they are far far ahead of the Marvel curve definitely yes indeed when it comes to when it comes to animated movies DC is continuing to spank Marvel 
Had to be careful. <laughs> yes, no, absolutely. Uh, so, next up, sir, what do you have for your for geek news this week? Well, it's only a very, very brief one, and it's something I've got no interest in massively. Mm, However, yeah, good. that's always good for um, a discussion. Continuing <laughs> on our conversation about how The Rock, Mr. Dwayne Johnson, was cast oh, yes. uh, in uh, as Black Adam in Shazam. And it's not because he's black, Dave. Don't, don't hit the button. I want this in there. Okay. Black Adam is not all rated. It's because he's he's, a, he's not even... I know why he's called it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me. I've played Injustice. I've played as Black... Is he in Black Adam? Yeah, he are played as Black Adam. Is he? Yeah, he is. Black Adam. <laughs> yes. Black yes. Adam. Uh, so The Rock... Um, yes, the news that The Rock was playing uh, Black Adam, uh, who's the arch-rival of Shazam. Well... Maybe not a superhero movie, but uh, or not even a super movie. Or, or, or yeah. Well, Dave, just remember the lyrics. I'll be there whenever you need me. <laughs> this guy. This guy. I have to work with him. Baywatch the movie apparently is happening, and it's going to be starring Dwayne Johnson. What? Is, it, is he playing the part of David Hasselhoff? I, I. They haven't released any information about it. I, I think he's confirmed that he's in it. I don't. I didn't get right. Paramount are kind of saying maybe then, on a nostalgia tip, sir. As we often do here, mm. I didn't get the Baywatch thing. No, the only reason I got Baywatch was the tie-in with WCW, was the Bash at the Beach with the Hogan. And, episode, and, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they had the the flare in the cage with Macho and the, uh, Macho, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Lord Alfred Hayes. <laughs> I'm standing outside the locker room of the Macho Man, Randy Savage. <laughs> Milk says I have to explain. We we have spent most of this weekend. Why explain when, if they're wrestling fans? They know who when we no, but we we have spent most of the weekend when we've been in the flat. Boo has been exposed to the wonders of the WWE network. Oh, I love the network. Finally, so there and we go. And it's only nine ninety nine. So <laughs> so we've spent most of the weekend just doing impressions of mainly commentators it has to be said we, we rarely do wrestlers themselves it what Boolean Dave need to do yeah. <laughs> there's been a lot of JR slow it down there's been uh, a, a bit of Lance Russell there's been lo- lots of stuff going on oh will you stop it a lot of Gorilla Monsoon <laughs> a little bit of Jesse Ventura <laughs> and a little bit of Roddy Piper that's Tony Atlas a lot of yeah, a lot of Roddy Piper just exposing gimmicks of people and pissing off McMahon, who he still calls Junior. I know <laughs> to oh. this day, but it has it's been perfect. Yeah, so I can, as I've said before on the podcast, I can recommend the network. It's very very good. Um, anyway, what are we talking about? They watch the movie, do they watch the movie? Okay, um, so, I'm saying I don't really get why it was such a big deal. Um, it's massive though around the world, man. It, 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 it's, it's the syndication, isn't it? it the got, syndication thing. It, it, if you get into syndication, I think it, it's when I say once you get past a hundred episodes. That's it, you're made. That's it, you're, you're there for life. Because that's what they do 20 episodes, so that's five series. And they have plugged it around the world. It was one of the biggest selling things in countries where women were not allowed to dress like that. And it was it was appropriate on television, apparently, but not in the streets. Oh, look at those beautiful American whores. There was no uh, specific accent that no, I was doing to... right there. I'd just like to uh, make that quite clear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a big hello to all our listeners out here. No, no. There was no particular accent that Boo was doing then. You're going to keep uh, the fucking accent in? No! <laughs> yes. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I can understand why they do it, because it, as a franchise, it's massive. It's absolutely huge. 
But I, I must admit, I enjoyed a few episodes of Baywatch Nights when I saw... What was Baywatch Nights? Wow. Baywatch Nights was a spin-off where David Hasselhoff played a, uh, it still played the same character, but he would investigate... Uh, X-Files was very popular at the time, so oh, he would okay. investigate like alien abductions and vampires. And no! Like, I promise Why you. Why have I never heard of this? Here's a little clip now. In the city of angels, under cover of night, people are drowning in a sea of... Dave learned it. <laughs> I don't learn you, Dave. Don't learn. <laughs> never not know something again. Never not know. Oh my god. Never um, not know. Never not know. No, I did not. I did not know what that was. Uh, so that, that was interesting to uh, to hear. And uh, I've, uh, thanks to Boo saying that, I've now had to do some research into it. And uh, <laughs> find that be my go-to joke <laughs> from now on. And here's. Dave, have you heard of this massively obscure, impossible to find <laughs> thing? Like the, ah, oh, you know, like the TV show Monkey. Here's a little, th- here's a little clip of the theme song. Cheers, thank you. Stop saying that. <laughs> Podcast rules are, if someone says, here's a little clip, I have to find a little clip and drop it in during the edit. Good God, man. You're breaking the fourth wall. Just Thank you for listening to that. Oh, those apps, yeah. by the way. I was listening to you uh, reading some of the premises uh, for the episodes of uh, the Baywatch Night Show. I was just thinking okay, about. Okay, right. Come on. Okay. Hit me, sir. Uh, episode two, The Creature. In the vein of the movie Species, a human-fish hybrid escapes from a lab to mate. Of course it does. Why wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> episode 9, Night Whispers. Mitch and Ryan have a run-in with an evil vampire. 10, Space Spore. An alien virus strikes a farm, trapping Mitch and Ryan in the area. It's got to be on DVD, I'm looking at uh, this. Episode 12, Possessed. Donna becomes possessed by the spirit of a serial killer, but she's not the only one. No, he's a serial serial killer. Here we go. Frozen out of time. A reanimated Viking warrior goes on a rampage. This is a direct spin-off of Baywatch starring David Hasselhoff. Sorry, I'm just... I can't believe this existed. I... Episode Did 7. You... The Servant. A mummy begins to stalk the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> is that a mummy as in... As in their mother. A yeti. Or... Oh! <laughs> oh! In the yeti! Or is that a mummy in... Yes, in, in terms of uh, like Nanny from Count Docula. Is that... <laughs> oh, you'll get it to hit you, nanny. Who did it? Just, just, just whisper it to my ear. Who broke your arm? Who hurt your arm? Who broke that arm? That's not a good thing, dude. Young Master Dracula. <laughs> okay, so dead. <laughs> ah, there we go. We found another impression that Boo can do. <laughs> That's three now. That's brilliant. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, that was a, that was a uh, Baywatch Nights. There we go. It's like <laughs> so drawn into Baywatch Nights, which is absolutely bizarre. Uh, okay, so in in terms of rounding up the geek news for the things I've got before we uh, hit some games news, um, Doctor Who. 
Have you been watching the new series? No, not yet. You know, Dave. Uh... <laughs> it's honestly been really no, good. No, no, I, no, it's I, really good. I really haven't had an opportunity to actually like check it out. I've never been around enough on a Saturday night for it to be on for me to watch it. You know, yeah. you're a very popular. Uh, oh yeah, young man, yeah. You were the, the, <laughs> the forefront man about town. You know, I hide your daughters. Bullies on the prowl. Um, no, I haven't watched the new Doctor Who yet. I've heard it's a lot darker. I heard. Capaldi's excellent. It's a mixture. The, the, there are some darker themes in it. Um, Capaldi is brilliant at it so far. There's been one dodgy episode, which we, we talked about before, uh, which is the, the Robin Hood episode. But uh, other than that, it, it's been absolutely brilliant. And th- this week's episode, the space episode, was really good, really enjoyed it. Um, I think what, what they, they, they're lacking is giving, like we said before, that kind of the writer a run with the character to really establish it. I think you need that same writer writing the shows or you need to go to that American style of having a team of writers working together to create those series. I think if you're going to do something that's that got an established character, then you have a head writer, you have people around them and that's how you work. If, if the fact of only having one person doing it means they can only do two or three episodes per run mm. that might not work for something like this I think you've, you're trying to get a new character running I mean I'm, I'm coming at it a bit of a novice because I've never really watched I, Doctor I Who used before, to like that so. old school mentality of the one story that takes like four or five episodes I, I really did because yes. it meant you basically get like a feature film length Doctor Who story every uh, like three of those or maybe two or three of those every series mm. but as I said, I'm wanting to give this new one a try just on the basis of Peter Capaldi being so brilliant at everything he does. Um, I have heard from a few people that it's a touch darker. And obviously being kind of um, a dark creature, apparently, that means that it would appear... Oh, would no, appeal to you. honestly, no, it's okay. It. It's much darker. There's more killings. No, I think... I, knowing you, I, I think you, you would enjoy it. it, it it's very good. It, it, it doesn't feel quite as forced with dialogue and stuff as some of the previous series have. It, it's just been really good so far, but I definitely you need to you 100% definitely watch that. Dude. It, it, it's really good. Um, the only other bit I had in terms of non gamesy stuff for us to talk about was we we've just watched we've sat here and watched the trailer for the new Pixar movie, sir. Inside Out. Which yeah, is, I'm not. Yeah, I, I like the way that they open with every one of their successful movies. They're like, yes, look at us. This is yes. what we do. Stay with us. Stay with us. Stay with us. This is our new movie. Yeah, I, I'm. I must admit, I'm the big Hero Six has appealed more than this does. I mean, I will always, I, I will always maintain that to date, The Incredibles is the best thing they have ever done, and I love, I love it. So you don't, have, no, no, dude, no, you don't no, have to no. agree just because I like it. It's, 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 <laughs> see, normally Boo would not see the reaction on my face, but we're, we're sat opposite each other now. I can see his face. I can see his face. He's like. <laughs> Prick, you know, he loves. <laughs> no, um, no, I no, really, no, no. really love The Incredibles. I think I must have seen The Incredibles like four or five times, and I've, I've, I watched Finding Nemo once, and that's all I ever needed. I've seen Monsters Inc. once, that's all I ever needed. <laughs> I love, no, don't get me wrong, it was lovely. And my namesake, and because of that movie, every every time someone tells me, oh, no, that, oh I know a little girl called Boo, and I'm like, well, I'm not a little girl, am I? All right, Trigger. Don't have the pigtails fool you. No, I mean, I do. I love the output of Disney Pixar, but this new movie, Inside Out. There is nothing better than Up is. Ah. Up will bring you to your knees, sir. Uh, I think I have a copy here tonight. We, we may well sit down tonight and watch that. Watch me click on my phone <laughs> every sad, every time something sad happens. Look at me, just like I'm on the, I'm on the internet. Just looking on the internet. Just looking on the internet. Yeah. I just need to know what happens next. Uh, Got a bit of dust in my eye. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, it's my eyes are leaking. Uh, do you have a tissue? <laughs> it's it's a wonderful film, but you you enjoy. I, it. I yes, I'm sure I would. I've been told like, just good storytelling. Then I, I mean, they they do do a lot of music. I I, I saw Wally once. Love that. Uh, although I looked, I thought Wally was a lot a lot darker than everyone made it out to be. I mean, that is. That's a messed up universe. The world. It's a, if you look into it as, yeah, with adult really eyes, as opposed, yeah, as opposed to just approaching it like really a child. creepy. It is very. They're strange. keeping those people alive for what purpose, David? For what purpose? I didn't think of it like that, but I just, yes, they messed up a planet. Where are all the other robots? And why has why, why does Wally repair wow. himself so easily? Where are all the other robots, David? I just discovered a new impression I can do. Uh, yes. Oh, who was that? <laughs> that was short circuit. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Five. Johnny Five is alive. All right, mate. All right, mate. Right. Right. All right, all right. All right. Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> Dave, I do. Sorry, um, but yeah, inside out. What did you think? I wasn't that massively impressed, but it didn't show that much. It didn't show that much. All it showed to me is, and um, again, I, I come from it having lived with someone who is an animator. It. It, their animation style is so perfect. It's flawless. It's absolutely just spot on. They are the greatest puppeteers since Henson. They are just on the ball every single time. They capture emotion, they capture a feeling, they capture a moment. And that's what it does. It's just a series of that, though. And it's like, okay, if you break down a bit... I don't mind being taken on a journey by Pixar. If there's a story and there's a, this will make you cry, this will make you laugh, this will make you sad, this will make you happy, this will make you angry... That's fine. Mm. What you can't do is just go one, two, three, four, five. Have those together. That yeah. doesn't work. But at the end of the day, it was thirty seconds. At the end, like you say, it's, it's what one minute and thirty. It's a, it's, a, it's a minute and a half. And, yeah. The first minute is look at what we've done previously. Yeah, we've, this is we've had dogs. Just so, blah, just, blah. just for the guys that don't know, the film is about it, it, it's your emotions are creatures. So you've got like mm. there's an ang- little angry mo- like. I don't know if they're meant to be creatures or whether they're, they're it's you know, anthropomorphic. You know, anthropomorphic, yeah. but it's like a little red angry looking dude is anger you've got this sad dumpy blue girl I was going to say oh I noticed that sadness is represented by a slightly overweight blue girl slightly emo looking yeah chick and yeah. Uh, fear well Dave um, did, did you get contacted by Pixar recently? how dare you <laughs> how dare you it was a skinny geeky looking guy <laughs> who happened to be wearing big old glasses in a slightly buddy holly way. The same to mention, may I add, in today's uh, podcast. But yeah, I didn't know body horror wore glasses. And um, yes, so uh, did, uh, no, I was not contacting. Thank you, Boo. That's uh, that's a lovely uh, image. That's a tribute. That's a tribute. Yeah, we, we appreciate your work. Would you like to be in this one of our least promising movies ever? No, I mean, no, yeah, come on. It's it's a, it's a it's nothing more than a teaser trailer, really, but. Um, just there was another bit of interesting news that caught my eye that I would like to get your opinion on. Being a child of the eighties, sir. What? Um, How did, I told you never. I, I mean, mentioned my age. <laughs> as, maybe a little bit before Dave's time, but uh, oh, yes. No, there's um, many years ago there was a Tom Hanks movie. Tom Hanks, you say? <laughs> <laughs> They're developing a TV series. Let Bachelor me just, party. I'm going to spit it out. <laughs> yes, uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> in the series goes with anything yeah oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're developing excuse me a TV show based on the premise of the movie Big you know <laughs> when I was younger Dave I wanted to be big too it's not all it's crapped up to be um, no but I mean Six what four. a weird 
premise to base a TV show. But in my oh, opinion, no, that makes only sense. because film wise, he's always going to become a kid again at the end with a TV series. Like, how ongoing is that? That he's just a kid in an adult's body. I mean, how much? Mm, how much do you stretch that out? And I can as it's like a sitcom. It's got to be. A, it's like a comedy drama. It has sure. to be a dramedy. Yes, a dramedy. <laughs> ah, look what you did there. It's a dramedy. Or is, it, or, is it, or is it a carder? He's got all the he's got all the lingo. <laughs> um, why do we not have a, a series? Um, no, I, I can see it working as a sort of comedy drama, definitely. Dramedy, um, <laughs> or, or, or a dramedy, yes. Good lord, this is hard work. This is why we do it via Skype. <coughs> the kids. Um, nice. Um, yeah, I can see that working though. I, I, I quite happily watch big. I mean, however, if we're talking. Uh, don't tell anyone else, but if we're talking TV series based on 80s movies, it might be the solution for the Beetlejuice problem we've been discussing. Oh, God, is that still ongoing? I would... Why not? Beetlejuice as a, as a TV series would be ace. I'd watch that. It's been a TV series, Dave. Uh, yes, it was a cartoon series, but as a live action series. I know, and that was aimed at kids. No, definitely you could have like a different family each week. Like, Precisely, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, um, yeah. He's going around doing his, doing his job that he's supposed to do. Ghostbusters, the TV series. I, hmm, maybe not the Ghostbusters, Dave. That's too, that's too beloved. With At least with Beetlejuice, they've left it long enough that like they could revive it and reboot it. While Michael Douglas is alive, by the Edward way, Edward Scissorhands. He could go around and cut different people's hair. Yeah, yeah, he could do. yeah. you know, he could get. He could really get to work on some people's bushes. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. He could, He's big know, on topiary. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. As I've heard, he'd be popular in Brazil, <laughs> the Hollywood. Um, you know, the Hollywood, the Hollywood, wherever he decided to go could be particularly interesting. But no, I, I, I like the idea of big as a TV series. I don't see why not. It'd be like the Wonder Years, but in reverse. <laughs> we have a kid's voice inside a man's head. How does that work without me making a joke that's entirely inappropriate? <laughs> And at that point, we pause for another round. That was big. (laughs) Greetings, podcast fans. Uh, I'm Mossman, off of 80s cartoon Masters of the Universe. And as you can imagine, since that cartoon finished, I've had plenty of time on my hands to check out all the geeky podcasts on the internet. And trust me when I say, the best one around is the Milking It podcast. They review films, TV, comics, wrestling, and anything else from the week of geek. And what's more, you can get it on iTunes, you can get it on Stitcher, or you can get it on direct link from the milkingitpodcast.com. That's milkingitpodcast.com. So, check out David Davis on the Totally Insane Tape Show's own Boulamont on the Milking It Podcast now! <laughs> anyway, guys, gotta get going. I've just had a very strange text from Ram Man about his battered rosebud. <laughs> Sounds like Fisto been messing about in his garden again. Take it easy! Join Josh Armour and Todd Eastman every Friday for Wrestle Radio Australia. Covering WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor and Australian Pro Wrestling. Exclusive interviews including Buddy Murphy, Adam Pearce, TV legend Rose McManus and many others. Download for free on iTunes or Stitcher and stream us on the TuneIn Radio app. It's Australia's wrestling broadcast. It's Wrestle Radio Australia.
an ancient evil that feeds on the sick and demented, which once haunted videos that were rented, are back to turn the blood to ice of all of those who own a personal digital device. On VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray too. In your pants, it may make you do a cool. Therefore, celebrate and rejoice, Peppers and Lamont, as they tell tales of films you should and should not want. The Totally Insane Tape Show is something you should not fear. Listen to it with some food snacks and a beer. To find it, go to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn Radio. No excuses to these sites. You must go. And to find out whence the evil comes from, go online and look at totallyinsanetapepro.com. <laughs> Your next bit of geeky news, sir. Well, God, what should we give these people? Um, I. <laughs> It's just been announced today, or yesterday even, uh, at the time of recording, that there will be a little Avengers 2 preview on the Guardians of the Galaxy Blu-ray. Mm. Not much more to speak about that, because since Comic- the, this year's Comic-Con, we've had a giant poster with the picture of Vision, and like we know exactly what's going down. It's Ultron, it's James Spader playing Ultron. Yep. There are no surprises. They're, they've given... They're giving a lot away before um, it even starts. They are leading their, co- their horse to market, sir. Yes, indeed, yeah. sir. And um, uh, there's... Uh, a Zombieland two movie. I'm just getting through some of them quickly. Zombieland. There was a a web thing that there was a TV series. Ah, there was a po- okay. Well, right. no, sorry, a pilot, there was a pilot, pilot. Right. which I actually quite enjoyed. Yeah, everyone, I thought it was, it was good everyone fun. Thought it was shit. Apparently. Ah man, that's a shame because I yeah I, I quite enjoyed that. I, I haven't seen the film which we discussed before. Obviously, Woody Carlson and uh, Bill, Murray. Bill Murray's in there. Sorry, I'm, I'm struggling to think <laughs> of the name of Bill Murray. How is bad is that? I'm staring at a wall of geekdom and I, I can't think of... Uh, he refuses to look at me during... Yes, it, it's, <laughs> it's really hard. It, it, it's really strange. Because, not, it's not really hard, trust me. Um, it's, it's really strange because I'm so used to either looking at the computer or looking down at my notes that to have Bill in front of me, it's, it's almost a distraction. I haven't even told Coco off yet. He's not at the... Quiet! Oh, shut up, Coco! <laughs> We've not had to stop for that once. No, yeah. it's true. But, uh, yes, indeed. Um, but, um, yes, yeah, so Zombieland, sorry. <laughs> Interrupting. No, just, I mean, I, it's, I, I think we did actually talk about the Zombieland TV. We sp- yeah, we did. We yeah. did talk about it back, uh, way back in those halcyon days of the day. first oh, 10 episodes. I remember. Oh, yeah, it was happy carefree day. and fancy-free. Um, but no, um, I liked Zombieland one. I really did. I think it's a great. It was one of the better zombie movies because it, it was tongue in cheek and it knew it. Um, and I'd be interested to see what they do with the sequel. No Bill Murray though, of course, being that he was killed in the first one. Spoiler alert, kids. Spoiler. Um, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd be interested to see if they get someone else to do a cameo to play themselves. That'd be really interesting. I'm sure that yeah, I'm, I'm sure they will. If, if, if it's that sort of uh, referential, I'm sure they'll. Uh, 
do that. That, that sound was Boo crossing through his list. Uh, uh, I'm looking through mine. I don't think I have anything outside of games news, but there is well, one. There is one more. Oh, it's a games and movie bit of news, Dave. Oh, uh, let's force it in. Let's thumb it in. <laughs> thumb in a softie. <laughs> I remember that episode of Beano. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that artist never worked again. <laughs> and Danny spent the whole comic looking for Thumb in a Softie, which he thought was a was a doctor that could help his dad and his mom. I thought it was a friend of Walter the Softie, but yeah. Walter the Softie. <laughs> yeah. Thumina! <laughs> Thumina! Well, we are disgusting. Um, yes, they, <laughs> they announced... That was... Over now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm having fun. It does end, it does end eventually, Comic Con <laughs> weekend. Um, yes, they've uh, they've announced the plans. This almost sounds like something that should be in like a parody or a comedy. Mm-hmm. There are plans in place for a Tetris movie, a movie based on a puzzle game about blocks dropping and making lines. I believe this this may well have been mentioned previously on the Milking It podcast. By I believe there was a backstory bollocks Mr. about J. Yes, yes, indeed about the uh, about the. Uh, the Tetris, of Tetris, Long time available on uh, SoundCloud and also going back into our iTunes archive yeah. or on Stitcher.com or direct download via the Milking Available where all good podcasts are found and some bad ones too, mainly bad ones. Um, but yes, this Tetris movie. The only thing I yes. know about this movie is that it is being made by the team behind the infamous Food Fight. The infamous food fight. They, so. I know you're not aware of this, so I'm going to... I'm like, not. Go on. Educate I'm a big it. fan of the nostalgia critic. Yeah, yeah. plug someone else's podcast. Right? I'm so sorry. I'm so used to saying education now. Um, yes, Food Fight is a is an infamous movie. Um, it, it took... <laughs> it took about ten years to... It was originally scheduled for a Christmas 2003 release. How have you ended up with my pencil? I'm sorry. It's with, my pencil. Okay. It says Nottingham Comic Con. I was there too. All right. But yes, this film... <laughs> yes, sorry. This movie was basically just an almighty flop that took 10 years to make. It's a computer-generated film okay. so that, uh, featuring the voice of Charlie Sheen. Mm. Uh, my uh, One of my favourites, Wayne Brady. Does Wayne Brady have to choke a bitch? Hilary Duff and Eva, Lang- Eva Langoria. Uh, it's basically like... Um, it's, com- it's like product placement the movie. They live in a world of food, but all the food... A represent so there's Mr. Twinkie and like loads of American actual oh, okay. characters off the food right um, um, but it's it's just shit it's just so bad sounds dreadful to be fair but it, I'm trying to I'm trying to find out how much it costs is it something that has become like a cult hit or not a hit a uh, shit uh, actually okay it, it's, it's yeah. vilified and rightly so as everywhere. you would say on your it's on not podcast, even so. the, it's not the tits um, apparently it made like a fraction it was, it cost like 50 million to make and I think it made $73,000 and it was released Christ. released straight to DVD and I mean guys if you want to uh, we'll, we'll stick a link up on the um, on the Facebook group that's milkingitpodcast.com uh, to the Nostalgia Critics review of it, it it's, a, it's a half hour episode because he needs to just get out how bad and how flawed this movie is. So we will post. A, uh, I will post that up, and Dave will highly recommend. I will, check out. I will check that out. Uh, and I'd just like a big shout out to Doug Walker, uh, the nostalgia critic, uh, easily my favourite film critic um, on the internet. So, uh, and dude, thank you for introducing me to the world of food fight and uh, giving me the opportunity to talk about this fucking dreadful movie right here, right now, when we need it most on, on the, the Milky Podcast. podcast. <laughs> One of the biggest games to come out on the next year and has finally arrived. 
it's dropped on uh, Xbox and PS4 and uh, Xbox 360 yeah, and PS3 no, it's, um, it's, yeah, current and, uh, and previous um, you've had a chance to play it I, I have bought it but have yet to play you're it you're a busy man Dave and I respect that yes I've had a very busy holiday of doing absolutely nothing when I should have uh, properly uh, he's been all enjoyed. about the Comic Con and getting yes. it prepared for you people um, yes Destiny uh, the, the new game from Bungie the, I think is it the most expensive game ever made I believe it's up there, yeah. It, it, if not the most expensive, it, it, it's, it's got to be close to it, yeah. Um, yes, so what happens when Borderlands gets into a car crash with Halo? Uh, what you get is not the full sum of either game, but a little bit of each. It's, it's, um, it's laid out as a massively multiplayer shooter. Uh, you can play it single player with RPG elements set on in our solar system way in the future. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. It's, for me, it's a very average game. Um, it's not. It's got the controls of Halo, which which they've perfected over the years. So it's really easy to. It's really easy to control your character. Uh, the ability to drive around in vehicles. You can you can you can summon your vehicle. So you could be standing around doing nothing. You just summon your vehicle. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like there's not the, the levels are too empty. Well, a couple of negatives. Um, there are like all these caves everywhere. You go into a cave and there's nothing in there. I'm I'm kind of raised on the games where, like, if you find a cave randomly, there better be a chest or some. There's got to be something there. There's got to be something that that kind of Fallout or Skyrim or yeah. Um, Downed enemies don't really drop that much stuff. It's just very sparse. The whole game just feels very empty. Right. And even the online, it's like the multiplayer is great because it's just Halo with it's just a different Halo. So um, all in all. It's definitely worth investing in. Um, it's worth having a go at, but it's not the earth-shattering like game that everyone thought it was going to be. It's it's okay. It's average at best. Right. I'm looking forward to playing it, but uh, like like I said, the, the reviews have been mixed and yes, kind of. Yeah, you just think, oh, is it going to be worth playing or, or what have you? But um, the other one that I need to mention, games-wise, is WWE 2K15 because we never heard of it. Never heard of it. No. So, so moving on, the next one we need to talk about is uh, Daisy. Uh, no, um, WWE 2K15. Um, we've we chatted last year with Judas about uh, 2K14. I think it was, or was it? I think no, we, yeah, it would have been, yeah, of course, because we, yeah, a year ago we've been talking about 2K14 with the NWO. Um, download packs and everything else that was coming out for that one we were excited about the idea that someone's taken over the franchise and this year it actually looks like they have completely done something with it finally released a trailer and thankfully they're not doing the THQ thing and I've seen so much stuff online about people getting angry about because THQ loved to start at SummerSlam and just release information going all the way forwards to the release week yeah. of what they were doing. So you'd have just just the bubble, right, you get to see every entrance, you get to see every finisher, blah, blah, blah. And by the time you actually played the game, it was, oh, yeah, I've already seen this. I've, this. I've already, yeah, already got seen this on YouTube. And they haven't done this. And that's quite, a, I think that's quite a good thing this year. It, it's worked quite well for them. Because they've they've released one trailer which looks really good, a musical choice aside. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? They've gone all the way back to using Kid Rock's <laughs> bar with a bar. Two thousand and three like, called. They want their like, song back. Yeah. <laughs> there, there must be something better they could have got for that. I'm sure, but oh, I don't know. They they chose to use that, so that's up to them. They they make more the money than I do. <laughs> Yeah, a, a strange line to use in a, a, a apparently PG. PG. 
It was PG. And um, but yeah, so it, they they unfortunately have also confirmed that uh, it's going to be delayed for the current generation as opposed to previous generations. So they all get it still in October. We now get it for the people that own PS4s and uh, Xbox Ones uh, in I think it's November eighteenth. It's something like that, and that's yeah, quite, and it's one of those like, days. I don't mind games being held back that much. I mean, Batman, yeah. I'm devastated about because I really, really wanted that this year. Yeah, completely. However, um, I'm glad that they've given this one a little delay because they just want to give it a little bit extra polish. Uh, I think so, yeah, and that's what it sounds like, and because they've got a whole new mode in that that they don't have in the current, uh, the previous gen. Oh, it's so this confusing. Is, yes. We yeah. are we are now at the next gen, and then PS3 and Xbox 360 are previous generation. Yes. Yeah, well, in the 360 and PS3 versions, uh, it does not have the uh, My Career mode, which they've announced. Will feature NXT, won't it? Yeah, absolutely. That was really good. Bill DeMott's in there, uh, which, based on some of his comments that we were watching earlier, uh, slightly got off him. It doesn't seem very humorous. Me. See what he did there. No, but I mean, in, in all honesty, Hugh Morris has always had a reputation as a bit of a bully. Of course, yeah, and that's why he does the job he does. And did I say Hugh Morris? I think you did, <laughs> yes. Who <laughs> fired? Um, so <laughs> so uh, it, it looks good. They've got, yeah, Adrian Neville's in there, um, who used to be Park, if you're an indie wrestling fan. I, um, can I just say, I'm amazed that he's as over as he is with that accent. No, I think in, in no, America. In America, yeah, yeah, no, completely. I'm, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at the fact that they've managed to take El Generico and take him to be Sami Zayn, and he's still over with a ginger beard, and just he does look, and no pun intended, like the most generic wrestler you could ever be. He's, I'm amazed they didn't call him like Gene. But Aaron. it's a crazy idea that that particular product is based around talent, and the fans are enjoying talent. I know. Okay, listen, 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 listen. From my from my point, it's just too indified and not enough wrestling within NXT at the moment. They, um, and it, it's like I don't know. Man. Tyler Breeze is all character and no sizzle, right? As in, um, his entrance is great. The, the guy with the with the with the with the phone, he's looking at himself. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. a great entrance. As soon as the entrance is over, I just. But he won't go it. anywhere near being on Raw or anything like that. He, would, he he will not absolutely not get called up because he looks too much like Dolph Ziggler. So why are you going to bother bringing someone in who looks exactly? They're actually the same? talking about bringing him into feud with the Miz. Why would you think this? who wants to feud with the Miz? <laughs> Some, <laughs> someone's got to David. Someone's got to. I mean, why would you? No, Pack. Well, well, Adrian Neville. Yeah, ah, Adrian Neville. Well, we're back to the Brian uh, Danielson, yeah. American Dragon, Dave. Um, why he's champion of anything? I don't understand though. And it's like, yes, the, the because he's got a because he's got a great finisher. It's, to do with it's a response, move. Though, yeah, it's a move. But why not? That's that's how it works. That's why I don't wrestle anymore. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's enough people there. Like Rusev's in it as part of the NXT. He's come in. He's done something which is, you know, it's the most stereotypical wrestling. I am. A, I'm a crazy foreigner. Yeah, look, look at my, my crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing that thing. Yeah. which we, you know, we, we we spoke about while we were watching various other people, Nikolai Volkov, etc. And and he's doing that. He's he's now in this game. And, and, not, and not Nikolai Volkov. Uh, no, Nikolai no, Volkov. Can I just stress? Nikolai Volkov is not in, in WWE 2K15. <laughs> Please do not complain to the milkmeatpodcast.com if you do not get to play as Nikolai Volkov. 
<laughs> he is, however, in Legends, Legends of Wrestling. Wrestling. Oh, the yeah. We would, and, and there we go. That was the other thing that got me excited. You're talking about Legend. Oh, wasn't I'm talking about Legends Legend of WrestleMania, which he was we, in as well. But why didn't they do another game like that? Because, because he wasn't successful. It wasn't successful. Yeah, but I, I, I really like, I really liked that game for the obviously like a nostalgia. It was like mm. it was like SmackDown Light. It wasn't like as uh, as complicated as SmackDown was back then. But I think that was part of the problem was that I, I think that there are lots of people who wanted to play that, but they wanted to play SmackDown, but with the. Sorry, just did we talk about a few weeks ago on the show the pictures that came through for the scrapped WWE game where it was like a role playing game, like they had like. John Cena with like a sword. Oh, the crazy looking guy! I know we we put it on the the, the podcast. Uh, the podcast. We put it on the uh, the website. The yeah, sorry, I'm getting confused here. Um, we put it on the website, but I don't think we did actually talk about it. It looked amazing the, because more this, stuff came out about that recently. Oh, okay. <clears throat> they showed a load of backgrounds and a load of like other but characters. Was that Battle Star, Battle Zone, or something like that. Really, it looked so different, but. I'd totally go in. I'd totally go for that. But there was, there was. Um, do you remember the uh, on the GameCube? There was a WWE game, Crush uh, Hour. No, Day of Reckoning Two, which Day had the, was, the, the running the, up the building and you had to attack people as you, you like the Undertaker or John Cena. Who you, had, you could choke slam people off the side of a building. Yes, yeah. it was like a story mode, but based around climbing a building. Too. It was really weird. Wasn't yeah, it? it was a strange game. Really good mechanics based on No Mercy, but. Um, yeah, day of reckoning. Very good game. Jesus, I remember both of those. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I remember the most, David, is the soundtrack to Legends of Wrestling Two. Uh, you were talking about. You we were, were talking about. Sorry, yes. Sting. Sorry, Sting is in the new one, and everyone's getting excited. And, and I heard loads of people on on Facebook with the the two K two K fifteen. Sorry, uh, one say, "Oh, it's great to see Sting finally in a wrestling game." At that point, I get slightly angry. Okay, he was in WCW versus NWO. He was in versus the world. NWO. He was also in Legends of Wrestling Showdown, which was the big one. I remember, wasn't it? Because it was just like absolutely. You could play as Terry Funk. You could play as Dusty Rose. You had all the NWA guys. RVD was in it. Hogan was in WWE. Do you remember that? Yeah, because it was really random that he was in it. Because he'd signed up for the first game. And that contract carried him across the period. It was the same with Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler Jerry signed Lawler, up of while he was. he was in... What was the Jimmy Hart promotion? WX... Yeah, X- uh, X- no, not XPW. It was sure. XWF. XWF, there we go. Yeah, he signed up for that and then came across. Also had Larry Zbysko, um Tony Schiavone and Bobby Heenan doing commentary. At which point Bobby Heenan was obviously very ill, which he is still now. But he would... I thought it did that whole thing of like would just appear once or twice as little snippets and at the very beginning of every match tended to go and I'm the brain's evil twin as if to say I know I sound nothing yeah. like Bobby the Brain Heenan which was heartbreaking to hear but no an awful game mechanic though to but, play, but. and and you reminded me uh, nostalgia nostalgia that the UK versions had four exclusive characters the Legend of Wrestling 2 did yes yeah, uh, it was yeah. Kendo Nagasaki Mick McManus Big Daddy Giant Haystacks yep yeah. there you go Absolutely. yes very, oh, I, I remember going and picking that game up and we're taking it home and um, I had a friend actually who had I'd, I'd gone to another, college with. a different friend not me oh this is oh, awkward God. this is awkward not another one I had a friend who I'd, I'd gone to college with um, in Stourbridge where we are now recording this podcast kids um, they're going to find us they're going to find us <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I had a friend from Stanford who I went to college with, and, and I, I, at that point, was in uh, uni at Swansea. So we went and bought the game in Swansea. He'd come down to visit me. We took it home. The first one we, the first match we played was Big Daddy versus Bam Bam Bigelow because he was in it. Legendary. And it was so glitched, the match froze halfway through, and the textures did that thing where it just pulls to the top of the screen, so it just looks like these walking <laughs> boards of flesh, like like someone just pulled the blind up. Yeah. <laughs> All I remember is doing it was, moves. Oh, it's dreadful. All I remember is like so doing glitched. moves. Like you'd lift them up for a power, like for a pile driver, and suddenly their body would appear somewhere else, and mm. you're still in the animation. So you pile drive the air, <laughs> but they sell it like where they are, and they still blame <clears throat> ECW going out of business for them going out of business. It's like <laughs> really no. <laughs> that was the reason. That was absolutely the reason. That was Legends of Wrestling by our claim. How it won? How we come to that? I, I, we we talk about uh, WWE2K15, uh, which was the thing we were going to talk about before our final bit of uh, games news which was the Daisy something that I, I I thought was married to Beyonce get it kid <laughs> Daisy <clears throat> however give me your answer do David um, <laughs> if you want it you'd better put a ring on it <laughs> um so Daisy, apparently, possibly coming to Xbox One. Why should I be excited, Boo? Dave, I have been watching Daisy videos for about a year, which is really sad. Ever since I got the Xbox One, actually, mm. um, because it's got the the Twitch application, mm. so you can go and watch people playing games. And yeah, I, yeah. I got told that there was a mod um, for a game called Armour, um, A-R-M-A, uh, which is like a first-person shooter, and someone had made a mod where instead of soldiers, it was zombies. Um, and people have been working on this mod for a very long time, and now it's so good it stands alone. I, in fact, a lot of people have forgotten about the game. It was originally a mod for. Right. So what Daisy is is a game that drops you into a server. There are zombies, and but the biggest threat to you is every other person in that server. Okay. Um, people turn on people very very quickly. People have turned to bandits and robbing people. I saw a video where a guy was t- um, invited onto a bus with a load of other people. And this group was like, we, you know, if you want to join us, what you got to do is drop your guns. And I mean, all of these are in real time. So this this video was like about three quarters of an hour long. So the guys on the bus and they're talking and they're pretending to be friendly, and they they, they take these guys to their camp and they they go right, welcome to hell. Um, you're going to kill each other, and if not, we're going to kill both of you. So fight to the death here. Uh, and one guy was like totally with it, um, and he, they were like, right, you're free to go and take your stuff and go. And then they made they chased him through a forest. <laughs> it was like terrifying to watch. Um, it's insane and this is all in real time and it, it, it's everyone every person on the server is a real person and there are zombies mm. uh, it's very hard to find weapons it's very hard to find supplies um, and it's just a really interesting human experiment to watch it sounds like one of the scariest things I could possibly imagine especially since you have to t- like people take it really seriously they role play um, I'll post that I will send a link to a video there is a guy that would go around servers who was a hippie and all he did was just like in real time just follow people and play guitar and sing this is insane how does this happen the guy's obviously, obviously clearly missing out milksers on this it's, the guy was obviously just you know walking around and stopping and then he'd start playing his guitar like with the headphones on and okay. microphone and start singing yeah, yeah, yeah. on the TV about what was going on I uh, highly recommend you checking out some Daisy insane. videos okay guys. well that's what we're good that, that looks like that's the night kids that's what we're going to be doing right here uh, in the Dave Cave where Mr. Boo is as we've been discussing the this week's geek news and the games that'll be going on and now it's time for some backstory bollocks from Jay 
It seems to be about Batman, so let's hope he's careful, otherwise I'll have to hunt him down. Show me the trigger! So, Gotham's pretty good then. Well, that's a relief, as I think Mr. Davis would have shat himself in the bath if it had been terrible. A Batman show without Batman can apparently work, and that's not really a surprise when you consider the rich rogues gallery of villains and hoodlums that the young Jim Gordon has to rub wits against. Enduring ne'er-do-wells such as Catwoman, The Penguin and Poison Ivy will all be making appearances this season, with potential encounters against a proto-Joker to come maybe a little later. These villains and many others are surely almost as iconic and recognisable as Mama Wayne's baby boy Bruce himself. There are, though, shall we say, a few creative missteps along the way in the Batman universe. A collection of rubbish roustabouts and cocked-up criminals that have thankfully been cast out of the fold and brushed under DC's big, enormous company carpet. Now, I've picked my personal five worst Batman villains for all of you to derisively sneer at. Number one, Ten-Eyed Man. Ten-Eyed Man was a blind warehouse security guard who underwent surgery to have optic nerves fitted to his fingertips. What kind of flipping surgeon did that? One with a very poor understanding of human biology, apparently. I mean, my fingers go in some pretty dank and terrible places occasionally. Imagine placing a suppository into an elderly relative. Ugh! Imagine seeing all that with your fingers. Ugh! Plus, what a terrible villain gimmick. Surely it's a huge disadvantage in a battle against the highly skilled Cape Crusader to punch someone with your bloody eyes. I mean, when you clench your fists you'd be looking at your palms. So in this case, two eyes are much better than ten. I would suggest that Ten Eye Man pursues legal action against the practice responsible for this malady. Number two, Crazy Quilt. Crazy Quilt was a villainous painter who was sort of like a visual puzzle version of the Riddler. He was a ridiculously attired goof who looked like he burgled the houses of a particularly poorly dressed clown and Colin Baker's Doctor Who, and then crudely stitched together their clothes like Wild Bill's skin suit in Science of the Lambs. He would leave clues in his paintings to his next crime, like a guilt-complex version of Where's Wally, or Where's Waldo if you're American. And if you are American, then Crazy Quilt is the fault of one of your people, and I'm not eating McDonald's or watching repeats of Friends until Barack Obama issues a full apology for the invention of Crazy Quilt. Number three, the calculator. Surely a candidate for the main villain in Superman vs. Batman. I mean, how would the superhero pair compete with a man with an LED number display on his forehead and a computer keyboard on his bloody tits? Look at him, he's from the future in that. The calculator. Ooh, scared of you. He really should have been called Speak and Spell Man, because that's what he looks like, and been defeated by E.T. shoving a telephone cable up his bloody ass. Number four, Iron Hat Ferris. Iron Hat Ferris found a great way to avoid taking those tough crime-stopping punches of the dynamic duo. He simply encased his head in a metal mask like Ned Kelly or Robocop getting sucked off by your mum. Of course, that didn't stop punches to the rest of him, but, you know, details. Pa. He was ultimately stopped and killed after just one issue of Mild Menace by stepping out into a thunderstorm 
and being pumped with more electricity than Electro from Spider-Man watching Dwayne The Rock Johnson do a promo on WWE Raw. Number 5, Kite Man. Of course, bloody Kite Man. A man who battled Batman using his mastery of a toy that us parents suddenly take an interest in when we realise our offspring could end up writing bollocks like this for a podcast when he's older unless he goes outside once in a while. I can't have him spending too much time inside his bedroom playing on that bloody Nintendo PlayStation box and masturbating over the murdered prozzies in that Super Marlon Brothers game. The male said it would turn him into a rapist and by golly they're probably right, like they are about everything. Anyway, Kite Man decided that the best way to battle the bat was to hang glide about, stealing stuff and throwing the odd aerial punch. Having somehow outwitted Batman using this method and capturing him, Batman had to call for backup from Robin using a kite of his own, made from the wallpaper of his cell and thread from his socks. Yes, Batman wears socks. Why does that sound disappointing? He doesn't get cold feet, he's Batman. Anyway, Batman MacGyvered up this seemingly useless kite and somehow caught the attention of the boy Wonder, who somehow figured out that clearly it must be Batman's porpoise kite flying about and set about freeing him. I mean, obviously, tough guy, multi-millionaire, genius-level inventor Bruce Wayne is going to be the guy that's flying around an incredibly pikey kite made from wallpaper and sock fluff about the Gotham skyline. That sounds like something you do, doesn't it? Obviously. Bloody kite, man. I'm glad you're in jail, and I hope some nonce-basher has shoved your kite up your poop shoe, you bastard. Anyway... Join me next week for some incredibly similarly daft Batman moments as we wrap up our Batman three-part backstory bollocks special only here, only here, on the Milking It podcast. Goodbye. So that was episode 35. Can you imagine who made it episode 35? As we said, thank you very, very much to the people who came to the Comic-Con. A special big thank you to a big milkster, Stuart, who came and said hello. And uh, he had a big old chit-chat with us and managed to get hold of something very special, which you all heard about in the opening gamut as we ran that particular item past your ears. David? Yes. Uh, so thank you very much to you guys for listening. As always, we're very, very grateful. You can contact us. We are at TikToker. That's on Twitter. We are at milkingitpodcast.com. That's the place to come. We are at milkingitpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to give us an email, uh, ask us a question or any suggestions for stuff you want us to do, uh, that is absolutely fine. As always, thank you, John Sands, for the fabulous music you hear. Thank you very much to Jay for his drop ins. Thank you very much, as always, to Dino for the artwork that he does. I, as always, have been David Davis in the same room with. Well. <laughs> And I'm Bulamon, and thank you once again for joining us right here on the magical world of Geekdom, right here on the Milky Podcast. Peace out, y'all. Toodles! You wanna milk it and you know You gotta milk it and you know Okay, we're recording. Ooh. <coughs> we're live, buddy. We are live, buddy.